G'day guys, it's Shane from Karate Over Coffee again, just with a, another espresso shot. This time we're going to do Korea Part 2. Uh, so, as if you didn't listen to my previous one, I lived in Korea for, for a bit over two years, um, and then travelled back quite a bit because my, my wife uh, is Korean and her family are there, so we go back quite often, and sometimes when I go back I try to catch up with my Korean uh, karate friends um, so um, but anyway this look, this little little uh, espresso shot is based on my experiences with uh, demonstrations so if you if you ever wonder why Taekwondo do so many demonstrations it's, it's not so not nothing really to do with Taekwondo it's more the Korean culture K- Korea loves demonstrations um, if you watch any of the k-pop um, they're always doing there's dancing there's dancing singing every time there's a new building opening or a new shopping center or something like this then it's then it is a almost an all-day affair with dancing singing um, gymnastics taekwondo all sorts of different different uh, guys get up and and, and perform so it's really it's really nothing to do with taekwondo uh it is more of the korean culture so now i'm going to bust a couple of myths here unfortunately and when i joined this uh, karate club they were doing demonstrations as well and um so part part of the demonstration was busting balloons with kicks and punches and it looks cool it looks awesome so you know you punch it and and the balloon bursts. It looks fantastic. But the trick, the trick is to blow the balloon up so high, uh, so large, that when the person kicks it, the person holding the balloon bursts it. Yeah, it's uh, it's not great. But and but you do have to time it correctly. So when the person kicks the balloon, you've got to pop the balloon. So there is a bit of pressure. I'm, I'm popping. You don't want to kick, and then two seconds later, you pop, the audience sees that you pop it. You, you don't want that. Um, another one is the baseball bats. Uh, the ones. This is only from my experience. That the baseball bats are hollow inside. Yeah. What? You, you buy them hollow, so they're they're easy to break. Well, easier or much easier to break than the traditional uh, you know, wood baseball bats um, now I'm not saying that everybody does that uh, I've seen a lot of weights you do style um, uh, demos where they probably use um, thick full not hollow baseball bats but um, from my experiences in Korea they are hollow so it, it looks cool when you when you break it so you know, there's a couple of a uh, couple of little myths busted, but one time we went and did this demonstration. It was middle of winter, and I'm talking like minus twenty degrees. We went up to right near the border of North Korea and South Korea. Uh, so I lived I lived in a little place called Ilsan, and it's um, a, a border city. It was actually built between Seoul and the the border to. Oh, they were the first line of defense if North Korea invaded. So anyway, it was uh, 
not ideal, but this is you know 50 years after the war had had um, had finished. So, but anyway, so we went up to this do this demonstration, middle of winter, this strawberry festival, and it was in the middle of nowhere. Um, it was about an hour, maybe 45 minutes or an hour from Ilsan, and it was like north west, uh, and. Anyway, we got up there, did the demonstration about five o'clock, came out and there was maybe a hundred people in the crowd. And the guys that we were doing the demo with, they were they were really going half, like just they were going half ass, not even putting in. Uh, you know, there was there was just they were just going through the routine, and I was livid. I was livid because I'm grabbing them, throwing them, hitting hard. And um, anyway, so we we finished the demo. We come off, and I'm I just start yelling at them in in broken Korean and English, and just giving it to them. What are you doing? That is, this is karate. You don't do that crap like that. Blah blah blah. Absolutely writing them off. And anyway, one of them turns to me and said, "Oh, but that was just a warm up. Our, our real demonstration is at 10 p.m." I'm like, "Oh, crap!" So I wasted all of this energy on a warm up demonstration. And uh, this is 5 p.m., so we had to wait around for five hours and absolutely froze. We were standing next to a uh, this like industrial bin heater and um, trying to keep warm. Anyway, we go out for the demo, and there's like 10,000 people there watching. And, I'm, and the whole side, oh, Jesus Christ. So anyway, we, we finished the demo, and it was great, really fun. And um, I didn't really like doing the demonstrations like the you know bursting the balloons and and stuff like that but you know I'm, I was outnumbered numbered so so we we, we did it and uh, anyway so we're driving home and about 10 minutes into it we were the last uh demonstration as well by the way so 10 p.m we finished like 10 30 we're driving home maybe 11 o'clock and we blew a tire in the middle of nowhere on the side on the side and you could hear you could hear it was so close you could hear North Korea um, shuffling around and, and talking to each other and you know nothing to do with us really but you, you knew that they were there and um, Jesus it was so freaky and I was absolutely absolutely panicking and um, anyway we were there for about maybe 45 minutes and, until we got it all sorted and, and took off but that uh, 45 minutes, every noise I heard, I was just panicking because I can hear the headlines or see the headlines. Australian native, um, a native Australian kidnapped North Korea. <laughs> so anyway, but uh, yeah, so that's a couple of my um, uh, experiences doing demonstrations. We actually, we we did we did go to a competition that has demonstrations. Um, it was in Seoul, and we had to do, uh, yeah, it was, we just did a demonstration for all sorts of, there were just, it was a martial arts demonstration competition, and we did all of the stuff that we normally do, um, bursting the balloons and, um, and stuff like that, but I also, um, we did Nipaipo, and I did the applications of Bunkai from it. Um, so I cho- choreographed that, and uh, it was great, really awesome. We ended up winning the competition, and I don't know if we won the karate, specific karate section because I, I think we were the only karate there, or we won the whole thing. I have no idea, we, but we got a gold medal, and um, and there were maybe twenty other teams. But this is 
God, this is like 20 years ago, so I don't really remember, 15, 15 years ago, so I don't really remember exactly what happened, but uh, we definitely won, because I've got, I, I have a gold medal at home somewhere, um, and yeah, the the bunker was great, if I don't uh, mind saying myself, I don't do, I don't practice Nipapo anymore, but um, at that time, in the, the, the karate um, club that I was with, they were they were solely based on on competitions or you know, sports karate. Um, so we we did nipaipo because that's what they were practicing, and I'd done nipaipo for many years before that um, for competition. So yeah, I don't know why we chose nipaipo, but um, it was just a cutter that we did. Now actually, when I started, they were doing Shotokan karate, and um, but yeah, I I only taught. Um, Shitoru and Ryuru Kara at that time, so I, that, that's what that's what we practiced. I mean, those guys just converted to whatever I told them to do, so it was pretty crazy. But um, yeah, so that's a couple of the experiences I've had in Korea for demonstrations. Next one, I'll um, we'll we'll talk about my um, other experiences with uh, cultural clashes and, and stuff like that. Alrighty, guys, take it easy.